0: Ignorance doesn't recognize itself. Welcome to the Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of the Underestimated Entrepreneur. Today, I'm talking about something interesting that I studied last night. Now, I was studying how to study because it's something that most people don't learn how to do. Like, you know, you can go to 12 or 13 years of school and you don't learn how to learn or you don't learn how to study. And then you may go on to university or higher education and you don't really learn how to learn. No one sits you down and teaches you how the brain works, the neuroscience and the psychology of learning, and then how to get yourself to learn best. So I've invested a lot of time over the years studying this stuff. And I came across this new course that I'm just checking out just to see if I can enhance my performance when it comes to learning. And I came across something really, really interesting, which just made so much sense. And it's something that I've heard of before, but I've never really looked in depth into it. So I thought I would study it. Then because I studied it, I thought I'm gonna share this because I find it really fascinating. Anyway, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle optimization, for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So this all came about because last night as I was sitting down and learning about learning and learning how to study more effectively, I came across this concept or this idea or this research essentially, and it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And these were two researchers who looked into about why there are ignorances and why ignorant people tend to overestimate their skill set or why they overestimate their competence and their courage and so on. So essentially what happens, and I'm just going to read this out. And this was from an article that I read because it'll make more sense. And then I can give you some examples of it. What the Dunning-Kruger effect essentially is, and it occurs when a person's lack of knowledge and skills in a certain area causes them to overestimate their competence. By contrast, this effect also causes those to excel in a given area to think that tasks are simple for everyone and underestimate their relative abilities as well. Now, if you think about this like a teenager, they get in the car. They've seen mum or dad drive the car or their guardian drive the car plenty of times. They might have been in an Uber and all that. They get in the car, they go to drive and then they realize how incompetent they are. But prior to that, if you ask them how hard it is to drive a car, they say not that hard. Because for most people, they overestimate their skills, not because they are overconfident, but just because they're ignorant and they don't know any better. And so this is really, really interesting because when you start to read some of the research and some of the conclusions that people have come up with in the field of psychology, you'll see that this happens quite a lot in society. Now, there's debate as to whether the Dunning-Kruger effect is 100% correct or not but it's just something to really think about. And it made me really think about myself and the way that I learn and the way that I deliver content and so on. And also the way I manage and lead our companies. So the Dunning-Kruger effect in essence is essentially that there are a bunch of people out there. Well, actually it's probably everybody who at points in their life overestimate their skills because they're ignorant and don't know any better. And so what this showed was that there was a curve or a line, I guess, that people go through, which is when you don't really know what you don't know, you're completely ignorant. And so you can overestimate your abilities but then the more that you learn the more you start to realize that you are incompetent and that you do have a massive knowledge or skills gap so therefore you start to question yourself quite a lot then as you go on after a while you start to know that you're competent and that you know your topic very very well but you underestimate the time that it takes in order to learn that information so when you're teaching it to others you may underestimate how long it takes for them to learn. And so this almost becomes like a bit of an ignorance that humans have through their learning cycle. That at first they're ignorant of what they don't know, so they overestimate their capabilities. Then when they become highly skilled, they can overestimate the time and the effort that it takes in order for someone to learn those same skills. And also that people who are highly intelligent and know a lot about what they're talking about will tend to contract and not share that information because they know that it's going to be distorted by ignorance of the lower level thinkers that are just completely ignorant of what they don't know. Now you can see this on social media. I came across a guy that I was sort of looking at some of his videos over the last week. And unfortunately, on TikTok, once you start watching certain types of videos, they just start popping up over and over and over again. The algorithm is that good and that quick. And I noticed that there was this guy who was talking about the flat earth theory. And this guy was definitely a different cat. He was talking about all these different ideas around why the earth's flat and, you know, talking about the atmosphere and how gravity works and why it can't work if the earth's round. It was really fascinating. Came across as very knowledgeable very intelligent, he had this overconfidence or this confidence. I can see why he had such a large following because he came across very confident, but little bits of study into the stuff that he's talking about. You can really easily quickly debunk this stuff, but he had such a large following because he was so confident in the way that he delivered and presented himself. Now, when I came across the Dunning-Kruger effect, When I was reading into it, I thought that's exactly what's happening here is just it's not that he is unintelligent. It's just that he is intelligent in a way that he has turned misinformation into what he believes is real information because he doesn't know any better. And this can happen quite a lot in our society. When you look at research again into the Dunning-Kruger effect, you come across research studies where they talk about politics. And those who tend to be the most opinionated, especially around politics, are normally at either end of the scales. You have the majority of people who are very uneducated in the era of politics, who just run around and think that they know a lot because they watch bits and pieces on TV, and then they create their own agenda or their own confirmation biases, and then keep reconfirming it with the circle of people that they hang out with. And over time it builds their confidence. So therefore they feel like they understand politics at a very high level, but they don't really, they're completely ignorant. Then you have the middle people who know enough, but they're not highly competent yet where they will sit there and go, well, what's the point? Because I'm going to get screwed either way. So therefore, it's probably best not to vote. This is in the US, for example, and this is where the research was from. It's best not to vote because it doesn't really matter either way, which means that they know enough to understand that they're going to get screwed either way. But they don't really know enough about each party and look into the structures and their policies and what they're doing and how they invest money or how they use money and all of those types of things. So they tend to just be semi neutral. Then you go to the top end where these are people who are very highly intelligent, understand politics, have studied it in depth, in detail. They will look at policies. They will look at the financial forecasting. They will go in depth into this stuff and they really love it. So those people at the top, they're more than happy to vote, but they're only a very small percentage of the population. Then you've got the mass majority of the population who think that they know something but are completely ignorant and don't really know enough because they haven't really studied, they haven't really done enough research, they don't really understand how the political system works. They just make all these assumptions and then reconfirm what they believe through these things called confirmation biases, where a confirmation bias is essentially believing something to be true and therefore you look out for it. And you keep reconfirming what you believe to be true. Whether it be true or not, it doesn't matter. It's a confirmation bias. So you'll keep reconfirming that things are true. Now, this can happen in a whole bunch of different areas from politics to religions to anywhere where there are beliefs, where there are strong belief systems. This can happen in the economy. This can happen around certain fields of study or certain topics. And this is how you create sides that fight and argue against each other. You know, even last night I was reading just some different bits and pieces and you can come across things like, You have people that are very fundamental or classify themselves as fundamental scientists and they're very fundamental in their thinking and they believe that science knows everything. And then across the other side, you have the highly philosophical groups of people. Some of those people are highly religious or highly spiritual. And so they don't believe that you need science in order to prove things. And so you get those two people clashing and fighting against each other at extremes. And so you'll see that quite a lot in our society. But they're people who have strong confirmation biases. Believe what they believe and no matter what you try to teach them or explain to them, they won't believe it because they have these strong confirmation biases that they keep reconfirming to be true and they're not prepared to look at anything outside of that. Those who are highly intelligent tend to look at both sides, which is actually why I guess in a way I was going back and looking at some of the articles and so on. So these are people that might label themselves as skeptics or science skeptics. And so what will happen is they will go out there and try to disprove anything that isn't scientific and backed up by science. But that almost goes against the idea of science because in order to have science, you need to have a hypothesis or a theory. And so therefore, theory and hypothesis is part of philosophy. People philosophize about certain ideas and then they come to, I guess, the scientific implementation of those hypotheses and ideas by doing research and collecting data. So you need both. You need the philosophical side and you need the data-driven side in order to have good quality science. There are a lot of scientists out there who believe that science has all the answers, but don't really even understand the basics of science, which is you have to have a hypothesis, which is philosophy. You're philosophizing something. You just have an idea. You have to then test out that idea and so on. And so there is a lot of people out there who classify themselves as skeptics and they're quite happy to be skeptical of anything that they believe isn't true or isn't backed up by science. But in itself, science would not progress unless people challenge science. And so great scientists are also great philosophers. And that's why if you look at work like Sir Isaac Newton, who is supposedly the greatest scientist of all time or one of, he studied a lot of metaphysics which is a field of study of philosophy. And then he also did a lot of scientific research and came up with a lot of different theories and different ideas and then tested those theories out. You also have Albert Einstein who came out and said that today's facts are tomorrow's fiction because he understood that the point of science is to challenge ideas, is to keep challenging things. And really good science is trying to disprove what you believe not trying to prove what you believe, which is a confirmation bias. Coming back to these Dunning-Kruger effects, it made me really think about the way that I think about the work that I do. And it made me really think about where are my ignorances? What areas am I ignorant in? What areas of business am I ignorant in? What areas do I have a confidence where I think that I'm confident that I'm not actually that confident because I just don't know any better that I'm completely incompetent in that area. So it made me really reassess myself. It also made me really think about areas where I was highly skilled but made myself feel like I was incompetent because I knew a lot about that thing. And one of those areas that's been coming up a lot lately is sales. I have started doubting myself because we had an average sales month, although I've hit my sales targets every month. I felt like I could be doing a lot more and performing a lot better. This doubt started to creep in. And so I started to doubt my skill sets, even though I outsell most people in sales anyway. And so last night it made me really reflect and go, is this really true? that maybe I'm not that good at sales? Or is it just forcing me to learn a little bit more? Is it forcing me to be better? Is it highlighting the fact that I'm highly skilled, but then question myself because I know a lot or maybe even too much. So it was just a really interesting way of thinking through things last night. As you can tell, you know, sometimes I'm a bit boring and can just sit in my office and go through this stuff. And I open up a bit of a rabbit hole of thinking, but I hope for all of you out there as well, part of the reason why you listen to this podcast is because this isn't just about business, this is about how you navigate life. And what I know is that business is 90% mindset and psychology and around about 10% implementables. Yet most people in business go, my business is failing or I'm stuck or my sales suck or my marketing sucks or whatever sucks in their business. But it's not really their business that sucks, it's just that they're bottlenecked their own thinking and their own thought processes to be able to navigate their business effectively in order to change the way that they do things. So there are a lot of business owners out there who, you know, based on the Dunning-Kruger effect, it's pretty obvious. And I meet these almost on a daily basis where they think that things aren't that bad, but things are really shit in their business. And they think that they're competent because they've made a little bit of money, but at the same time, they're completely incompetent at business. They're competent at maybe delivering the product or the service, but outside of that, the business is a heap of shit. And it's just because they don't know any better. They're completely ignorant to what it really takes to run a business. And we see this when we get people who I will talk to and they're open-minded and they're ready to grow and they're ready to learn. And I'll sit down with them and I get them to come to our business growth odyssey, which is our 12 month business growth program. And when they get there, day one, they sit there and they go, shit, there's a lot I need to learn. And so what it does is it humbles them, it grounds them. And then they go, okay, now I need to work through this stuff. Whereas those who are truly ignorant, think that they're highly competent at business and that they do okay, because they hang out with other ignorant people who run businesses. And this happens quite a lot, especially in the trade-based fields, where there's a whole bunch of people who get together on a Friday afternoon or after work at the pub, they will talk about how shit their business is, how shit their life is, and they whinge about everything. But then when it comes time to change, they think that they know everything and they're super smart and the business is going great, but it's just that they don't know what they don't know. It's that Dunning-Kruger effect. They're just ignorant to what the business should look like and could be like, because they're just following all those around them. And this is like those political movements that I was talking about, where like the flat earth theory, a lot of the theories can be easily debunked, but they won't listen to it because they hang around other people who talk about the same thing. And so they think that they're right because they're in a group of people who are also confident And believe that what they know is true when you look at the greater research and the greater you know knowledge and all that sort of stuff it just doesn't make sense but that's how most business owners operate you know small business owners tend to hang out with small business owners trade-based businesses tend to hang out with trade-based businesses and they tend to talk about the same things they tend to complain about the same things and so if your business is stuck and not growing and you're frustrated you tend to hang out with other business owners that are stuck not growing and frustrated And then you talk about all your problems, you get stuck. And so this is just how most people operate. We tend to surround ourselves with people who are like us and we will tend to hang out with people who have the same problems, the same frustrations and the same stresses in most cases. And that also means that they have the same mental blocks, the same emotional blocks the same thought processes and so on. And it just keeps them stuck at that level. When I was talking to Toby Pierce on the weekend who came and spoke at Business Growth Odyssey, he sold his business for $400 million at 29 years of age. And something that he consistently spoke about was having to grow and grow and grow. And he said, I read for two hours every day or I learn for two hours every day because I'm consistently looking at how do I get the best out of myself every day? And that doesn't mean working hard all the time. It means working smart. It means prioritizing things that will give you the biggest bang for the buck and so for him he said i've got to consistently learn as a business owner adapt and change especially if the business is stuck i've got to learn faster than everybody else in order to unstick the business but also that when everything's going well i've got to be thinking about the next problems that are going to occur in our growth cycle and learn about that stuff so that i can keep clearing the path so my team can keep running forward and the business can keep growing now this is someone who at 29 sold a business for 400 million so You know, it's probably an intelligent way of thinking. But as I mentioned, there are a lot of business owners out there who are running small businesses under a million dollars turnover or under maybe even two or three million dollars turnover. They're stuck. They keep going around in circles. They complain all the time. They're blaming all the time. They blame the economy. They blame the government. When everything's going well, they can't get workers. When everything turns to shit, they can't get good quality staff or, you know, they can't get enough work out there. And so there's always these complaints. It's very, very obvious. They just don't understand it because they're just ignorant. They just hang out with the same types of people and so on. I wanted to share this because it's probably a good time to just reflect, reflect on your own life, ask yourself the questions you know, where am I stuck? Where are the areas where I'm overconfident? Where are the areas where I over exaggerate my skill sets? Where are the areas where I might need to grow? And do I know enough in that area to be opinionated about it or to have a thought about it. Something that I read that was really interesting, I actually saw it was a TED talk. One of the guys mentioned that in the Dunning-Kruger effect, especially in this day and age of social media, people can scroll information really, really quickly. So they get a whole bunch of surface level information, then they feel overconfident in their opinions and in their ideas, because they have a lot of opinions about a lot of different topics, but they never really dive in deep to figure out whether those things are true or not. And so he said, there are a lot of really highly confident people on social media, who are blasting ideas and blasting thoughts out there but don't really have the knowledge or the in-depth knowledge or the skill sets to be able to understand those things at a great level and a lot of people buy into that misinformation. So it's not so much that these people are uninformed, it's just that they're misinformed. And another thing that I came across when I was doing some research, I love this quote and it was by Dunning himself, I think in a TED talk, who the research was named after. And he said that new levels create new devils which means the deeper you go into something, the more problems that you'll have or the more challenges that you're going to face. And I really love that because for anyone out there who is growing, new levels, new devils, which means the deeper you go into something, the more challenges there are gonna be in that thing or in order to understand that thing also. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I really enjoyed studying the Dunning-Kruger effect and it really made me reflect and think. Hopefully this episode has made you reflect and think through this. Here are some other things as well, just some key notes that were mentioned when I was studying this. And Dunning said, we don't know the boundaries or the limits of our knowledge and the ignorance doesn't recognize itself. He also said that misconceptions are often a great barrier to learning something new and that even people who study think that they know certain things so they skip over stuff instead of going in depth into it in order to understand it better, which then also means that they can fail tests, fail exams, or even just make mistakes in their business or in their life. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just remember that ignorance doesn't recognize itself. Just keep checking in with your thoughts, your ideas, keep questioning yourself because it will help you to grow more as a person. And especially if you're one of the business owners out there who are listening in, it really helps you to stay on top of what you need to learn and where you need to grow in your business. Anyway, have a great day driven mofos, keep kicking massive goals, and I look forward to joining me once again for another episode of the Underestimated Entrepreneur. Take care, keep kicking ass.